here we are, another episode of the SIG podcast with me, your hostess, Kelly Singh, the sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. There's plenty to talk about today. It is week 15, and as promised, I have a special guest for you today, our favorite Arizona Cardinals beat reporter, Donnie Druin, is in the house. We're going to talk to him and cover some of the big topics surrounding the Arizona Cardinals. Let's get into it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh. The sickest Arizona Cardinals podcast. It's going to be sick. Sick, sick, sick. Hey, welcome back. So glad you're here. And as I mentioned, we're bringing in Donnie Druin, our favorite Arizona Cardinals beat reporter. There he is, Donnie. <laughs> you can find Donnie at Donnie Druin on Twitter. Super easy. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I try to make it easy for everybody. Um, I thought about switching. You know how some people will take like the first letter of their name and switch it like the first letter of their last name. Um, I thought about doing that, but with the same initials for both, I probably wouldn't be able to get away with a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it doesn't work out as well. So we're glad that you've kept it easy for us in that that case. <laughs> I really appreciate you taking time. I know that you have a very busy schedule and we're approaching the holidays, but um, with everything going on, I was like, man, I have to be able to see if we can get Donnie on the show just to talk about some of these crazy happenings. The first that I want to dive into is probably one that um, I saw a lot of chatter about on Twitter, and that would be um, the health-related absence of general manager Steve Kime. So it says um, in the release, Arizona Cardinals general manager Steve Kime is currently on a health-related leave of absence. Kime's duties are being handled on an interim basis by vice president Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to skip all of that. And then at the bottom, out of respect for privacy, which is required by law, the team will refrain from commenting further. Is that true? Has the team refrained from commenting further? Yeah, I mean, kind of. When when we talked to Cliff Kingsbury and Vance Joseph, um, they were very just more so supportive of Steve Kime and everything they've kind of done under him and what he's done for them kind of vice versa i thought it was really weird they put the very very tail end of the legally we can't comment on it because i feel like all you have to say is we have no further comment at this time and you're the heirs on the cardinal so i feel like nobody's going to twist your arm and you know force you to make a comment that you don't want to make right you know they're they're pr media relations people get paid very very good money for a very good reason so obviously um Everybody has their speculation as to what's going on with Steve Keim. Um, if it really is health related, obviously you, you want the best for him, you know, mm -hmm. and 
Um, when Ian Rappaport first broke the news, it was not weird, not funny, but kind of just interesting. Um, he said that this has been kind of brewing for a, a few weeks now, which means that um, at least in his eyes, this wasn't really sudden. But I guess to everybody in the outside world, it was because considering how the season has gone, considering the timing of just everything else. And, you know, you, you doing the podcast, you know, very well more than anybody, just how tumultuous the season has been for Arizona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, interesting timing for him to just step away with uh, four to five weeks left in, in the season uh, with things, you know, and th- with things gone, how they have gone. Everybody, you know, likes to put the tinfoil hat on, you know, tries to speculate, you know, maybe he's leaving, maybe he's not. I, I will say for that crowd, Bruce Arians also stopped coaching for health related reasons. And then a year later was in Tampa Bay. And then a year after that was winning a Super Bowl with Tom Brady and company. So, right. you know, if, if you want to connect some dots, I'm sure there's certainly some there. But I feel like with very, very little information, I try my best not to, um, you know, take part in that. Yeah, that makes sense, especially when a health related concern could come into play, because I think the worst thing that could happen is speculating on it not being a health-related incident and then it turning out to be something really serious. So um, like you said, best wishes to Steve Keim. If if indeed he has some health issues, it's not our business to pry into that. But it is very interesting the way that it just unrolled the timing of it all, as you mentioned. So I wanted to start and just kick off the show with that because I was the most fascinated by that this week. <laughs> Weirdly enough, I was most fascinated by that with everything else going on, like Kyler Murray's big injury. And I wanted to ask you, has there been any discussion about Kyler, about his spirits, about moving forward? Um, What have you heard? Yeah, so we were able to talk to Cliff Kingsbury on Tuesday, I believe, Tuesday and Wednesday. And Cliff on Wednesday said that he hadn't really talked to Kyler since the injury on Monday night. Um, but we did also get to talk to Colt McCoy on Wednesday as well after Cliff Kingsbury. And he said that he went over to Kyler's house after the game and spent a few hours with him and said that Kyler was pretty much just a, the normal Kyler, obviously. Um, he didn't describe him as like sad or upset, more angry than anything, more angry that, you know, he got hurt and he wasn't able to finish the season. And I feel like a lot of things are said about Kyler Murray, but I feel like sometimes um, the big thing with Murray, his competitiveness, his, you know, his drive, his will, you know, his eagerness to win. Sometimes that can get swept under the rug when, you know, you see all of the other stuff that's floating around when you're talking about Kyler Murray. Um, so he seems to be very upset that he got hurt, you know, as, as an athlete. It's very frustrating, especially whenever you have had all these expectations that you've placed on yourself, but alone the expectations okay. people like you and I place on him. Um, especially after the contract extension too. There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of chatter. So he, he's just upset and not even just being narrow-minded for, you know, him missing the rest of the year. He might not be ready to go at the beginning of next season as well. You know, you've seen different timetables thrown out for his ACL injury. Will he be ready for training camp? Will he be ready for week one of the regular season next year? Nobody really knows. And that's something the Cardinals kind of have to think about is that, you know, per, you know, put themselves through this offseason. They have Colt McCoy on the contract for one more year. Are you going to get another quarterback? Are you going to potentially take a late round flyer on the guy? Or are you going to bring somebody in to compete with Colt McCoy? Do you feel like you have a roster that can be competitive with an upgrade of Colt McCoy? Would you entertain maybe bringing Garoppolo on a one-year contract? Maybe 
um, you know, a, a few other veteran quarterbacks that, you know, just are escaping my mind right now. So um, those are talks and those are discussions that the Cardinals are going to have to have. And that kind of plays into Steve Keim not currently running the show right now, because let's say Steve Keim, um, you know, isn't going to be the GM and he does indeed step away um, for the foreseeable future and foreseeable being the, the rest of time. Um, that's going to be a whole new regime in Arizona. So, you know, they get up and decide that they want to go a completely different direction than what the team is currently trending, which I think a lot of fans would very much welcome at this point. And they might say, you don't scrap everything. We're going to try to start fresh. And then another big decision with Kyler will be on their hands right there. Yeah, that was kind of my thought too. I mean, in the uh, podcast earlier this week, I was just kind of speculating myself, tossing around what what would the other options be? Um, and many of them were what you just listed here. And I put it out um, and asked on Twitter and the, the replies were much of the same. And then there was one that kind of stuck out with me saying that they're going to need to stay with Colt. He's under contract next year and we can afford him. Um, I think that's a big point, um, that affordability, but also it's smart. It's, it's not smart for us to try and find a lower cost veteran. Um, so that one kind of stuck out with me. Our friend, friend of the show, Andrew um, Nordmeyer on Twitter often responds to those tweets. So thanks, Andrew. Um, but yeah, it's like, uh, there's going to have to be a big discussion. There really is. It's just we have uh, a talented people that deserve to have a good season for sure, both offensive and defensive players. We've made moves like bringing Marquise Brown over to the team. We have um, college picks like Rondale Moore, who has yet to show what he can do mostly because of injury, I would say. <laughs> and then oh, we have sure. this year's picks, right? I mean, what, what yeah, do you think might that, happen that kind with of ties those? Into that'll tie into um you know whoever's playing gm because it's going to be a very very big off season for the cardinals especially with kyler murray still on the contract and now with an acl tear a big part of kyler murray's game is mobility and you know you've seen some guys come back from an acl tear and be even stronger and better and you've seen other guys come back and not really be themselves at least for the first year returning and like you said too the cardinals are probably looking at worst at a top 10 pick right now in the upcoming draft. That'll be very big. You have very big decisions coming up with about 31 free agents. Um, some of those being Zach Allen, Byron Murphy's um, JJ Watt, I think like three or four offensive linemen too. I mean, there's a lot of big decisions that are going to be me going to need to be made. Excuse me. Talking is hard um, on top of the Marquise Brown extension, because you're not going to trade a first round pick for Marquise Brown and then not sign him to the money he wants. Right. I would say so. I mean, all in all, he's a talented player, but I've not been a fan of him since he was on the Ravens. I think I've made mention of this many times. I just feel like he's great for that garbage time touchdown, those long bombs. And then it seems like there's a case of the dropsies. So I hate that we gave up so much for him, um, but we got to make the most of it. And uh, hopefully he can come around with the rest of the team. Still young, still lots to learn, I'm sure. Um, so there's that. Speaking of young, um, I had mentioned Rondale Moore, groin injury, ongoing throughout the season um, as we were preparing to come on the air 
the most updated injury report came out. You want to give us the rundown on that? Absolutely, yeah. So two Cardinals have already been rolled out. Uh, Byron Murphy with a back injury and then Zach Allen with a hand injury. Um, Byron, the it, I think they're expecting him to come back at some point this season. Zach Allen is still kind of iffy on. Um, Zach Allen actually had hand surgery earlier this week. So um, when we talked to Cliff Kingsbury, Cliff said that he wasn't really sure whereas Vance Joseph, who's probably the more upbeat of the two, was a little bit more hopeful that Allen would be able to come back. So both of those guys are out this Sunday against the Broncos, and then five Cardinals are questionable. Um, Oddly enough, two cornerbacks, which isn't really ideal at this point, right? Um, Antonio Hamilton with a backslash illness, which isn't great that he has two injuries. And then Marco Wilson um, with a stinger-slash neck injury. Marco did practice all week, though. He was limited in all three days. So it is expected that he plays. And then the other guys are going to be safety Charles Washington, who has a chest injury, and then Rashad Coward with a chest injury as well, and then Marquise Brown with illness. So speaking of the devil, Marquise Brown, um, you know, the the Batman, sorry, the Robin to DeAndre Hopkins' Batman uh, might not even see the field in Denver. Crazy. Um, Okay, great segue into Denver, I've been thinking about because the Cardinals are not going to make the playoffs clearly, obviously this season, can they spoil anybody else's chances going into the playoffs as they play the remaining games? Yeah. You look at the Broncos right now. And um, I think that might be the AFC version of the Cardinals, just in terms of expectations and where they're actually playing at right now. Mm Uh, but at least the Cardinals have their first round pick. The the Seahawks are going to have two top 10 picks thanks to the Russell Wilson trade. So uh, oddly enough, Russell Wilson won't be playing the Sunday either. Um, Brett Ripien will be taking his place. So two second string quarterbacks will get the watch on Sunday. Aren't we so, so lucky? Uh, when it comes to playing spoiler, though, I mean, you look at teams like the Broncos and the Falcons, who basically just have not had great seasons. Um, and then the, the other two teams on the schedule you could possibly look at, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who, you know, they're, they're trying to kind of push their way out of the NFC South. You never really know what could happen in that division. And then the San Francisco 49ers, who look like one of the best teams in the NFL right now, um, they're going to try their very, very best to get that number one seat in the NFC and clinch the uh, the bye week and hope that maybe Jimmy Garoppolo can come back in the divisional round they're probably going to need to win a couple more games down the stretch in order for that to make that happen. And wouldn't the Cardinals, much less without Kyler Murray, love to play spoiler to their NFC West rivals in the final week of the season on the road in San Francisco? I mean, it couldn't be written any better. (laughs) The, The story everybody wanted at the beginning of the year. So true. Wow. I mean... It's been a powerful week, packed full of all kinds of excitement, um, which is why I'm so thrilled that we got to have you enlighten us on a few of these topics. So, I mean, that's about it. Just a good 15-minute chat, getting the rundown of the major topics of the week. Is there anything else that we should think about this week as it relates to the Cardinals? Am I missing anything? Uh, I don't think so. If you want to throw in the Sean Kugler news, you could probably do that. But that's a lot of speculation, you know, so we can't we don't really know a whole lot on that other than he's filing for arbitration against the NFL. Um, I saw Brett McMurphy from not the athletic. I think it's from 
U Stadium or somebody like that. Um, tried to draw Steve Keim comparisons and potentially suggested that Keim was the one who had gotten in trouble in Mexico City other than Sean Kugler. Um, there's absolutely nothing to back it up as of right now. Um, I wish since he would have kind of connected those two dots, he would have supplied that with something supportive instead of just throwing stuff at a wall. But that's journalism in 2022. You tweet something out, you don't really do it with the ramifications. This little spectacularism. Is that even a word? Sounds good. Oof, I don't know. It should be a word. Spectacularism. <laughs> well, um, again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for listening, watching. Follow us on Twitter at SickPodKelly. Ask any questions of myself at Kelly in Phoenix or Donnie at Donnie Druin. And uh, we would love to hear from you. What, what's going on in your world now that the Cardinals, you know, are out of it? Are you still watching games? Are you excited? Are you looking for spoilers? Uh, let us know on Twitter and we'll, we'll uh, create a little conversation. So again... For my spectacular host today, Donnie, for myself, for my production crew, thanks for watching. We'll see you again next week. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Kelly Singh on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.